Hello and welcome everybody. You're listening to Photoshop, the show where we talk about anything and everything photography related. I'm your host, Salomar Alette. On today's episode, we're going to talk to Marcus Soriano. Marcus is an artist slash photographer based in Texas. He's a photographer who creates beautiful night photos with rich and vibrant colors to them. With that being said, Marcus, thank you for being here with me today and talk about your photography. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I want to start off with some basic background, um, like where did you grow up and how did you get into photography? Um, I've been in Texas most of my life. Um, I was born in San Angelo, but daily, uh, like outside of Dallas. And I didn't get into photography until, um, like 2017. Mm-hmm. There was like a brief period, um, where I had my mom's camera, which was like a different camera than the one I had later. Yeah. And I took like eight photos and I made them all black and white and uh, I never posted them or anything, but like, you know, just like figured it out. Yeah. And then years later, I was taking them um, when I lived in Austin, just on my phone, um, you know, because I was uh, doing delivery. So I was just driving around and, oh, that looks cool and take a photo of it and, um, that actually lasted like two and a half years of me doing that. Yeah. And then I finally got a DSLR in uh, 2017. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I was going to ask, um, did you study um, photography in school or anything like that? Not at all. I, um, I was in Austin because I was at a community college trying to go to UT um, to study radio, television, film. That was the major. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just didn't work out. I dropped out uh, like a semester in. Nice. Um, I was gonna speaking of school. I was gonna ask what are your thoughts on people who learn photography in school, and do you think that's if that's fine, or do you think people should learn by themselves? It really depends on the type of learner you are. I think because there are people that are like good in school and they're good with deadlines and they're good with um you know like doing that whole thing i'm i'm pretty free-flowing and i don't really like being told what to do and uh, you know any job that i've had or that's not true the the biggest job that i've had that had to do with like multiple people and communication i just like kept butting heads with people you know yeah um and I feel like the people I know that went to school and studied photography, they did kind of get taught into a box, but at the same time, like, they they know more than I do when it comes to, like, talking about their art or um, displaying it or, you know, presenting it to, to the art world. So yeah. there's, there's pros and cons, and, um, you know, it just depends on the type of learner you are, I think. Yeah, sure. Um, I was going to ask, what is it about photography that got your intention to, like, even really, like, deep dive into photography? I want to make movies. I still do. And, um, yeah. I, I learned earlier this year when I made like a, a short, short, like an extra short film, uh, that it's very hard. Like, it's really hard to do it by yourself. Like, I had my camera in my, you know, tiny studio 
that was like the tripod fully extended so it's taking up space i gotta like crawl under the tripod um but yeah i want to make movies so i figure photography is a way for me to show that i have some sort of vision and then also like i can like scratch that itch while i'm still um trying to make movies you know like i can still tap into that passion and mm-hmm. not lose it yeah um how would you describe your photography style? Mm. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a name for it, um, but like street street photography. But I don't really like that. Yeah. Night sure. photography. Yeah, you know, people have like a different idea of what that is. Mm-hmm, um, true, true. I jokingly like to say new topographics, like in you with like two dots on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, topographics, because, you know, I just feel like it's, I'm just, you know, doing topographical photography, but it's, um, you know, different. Yeah. Um, your photography style is, like, pretty, like, different, like, um, I was going to ask, do you have, like, inspiration for that type of style that you produce, if you have one? Yeah, um, it's really interesting, because, like, I can see people who um, like my work and they're photographers and they like I can see it when it's being emulated and it's just like it looks like how my my very first stuff looked and it's like just slightly off and I go back and look at my other stuff and just the way you position the camera is like it changes everything and Mm -hmm. I know that sounds kind of a no-brainer but um you know really learning the framing uh i've been working at a print shop since 2018 and you know my boss is a photographer his wife's a photographer so just naturally through that i learned so much about framing and just who who does it good like stephan shore and uh also adams you know, people that just, like, wanted to get it right in camera. And um, I'd say that that is, like, more of the inspiration for, like, how I shoot. But, you know, Gregory Crudson, obviously, uh, Patrick Collins. Um, I'll go ahead and say Tahito because, like, I haven't seen much of his work because his books are so expensive. But, mm-hmm. you know, I saw the cover and I was like, oh, shit, like, it, people do it. Mm-hmm. I get you. Have you ever been inspired by movies or books? Oh, all the time, all the time. Um, when I shot my little extra short film, I had just finished watching that Malcolm and Marie Netflix movie. Yeah. And it was all in black and white, so I was like, oh, this is gorgeous. Like, I'm going to go just, like, do my own little own black and white thing. Um, I think movies are really what inspires me the most. Like, after I finish a movie... Um, like, I just, if it's a good movie, you know, <laughs> I just want to get my camera and go, like, obviously I want to go make a movie, but, you know, I translate that into, let's go get some photos. And new music. Um, you know, like, an artist I like puts out a new album, mm-hmm. that'll be the soundtrack for the night. Um, do you ever, like, look up inspirations? Like, oh, I'm, I want to, like, how do they say this? Mm-hmm. Like, people who just inspire you in general, like, they don't really inspire you, like, 
to like make photographs, but like just inspire you, like oh, I feel like I want to take photos today or something. Um, yeah, there's a tons of people that I follow um, that don't necessarily inspire me. Like they don't, they're not mm -hmm. doing photography, so they don't push me to like level yeah. up. But they are doing crazy shit that makes me want to level up. You know, like yeah. um, Father Steve, he like is doing everything he has like little trading cards and he's making those little mouse um toys and i'm just like it's so cool that someone can just do that you know like someone has the vision they get connected and they put it out um and that that really inspires me to make uh make pieces you know print my word frame it up real nice um yeah. i'm still i'm still trying to do a book but like logistically and financially I feel it's kind of far away, but at the same time, like, you know, you don't know who would buy one if you did a pre-order and, like, set it up like that, you know? Yeah. Um, speaking of books, I was going to ask, um, what makes an image, like, your images, like, unique? Like, what do you think that makes them your own images instead of, like, comparing it to other people? Like, what's, what, what, what does, what do you make that pops out? See, it's funny, though, because, like, I don't want to sound like a jerk or whatever, but um, there's some times where people send me a photo, and they're like, this looks like your work, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, like, my my work is very focused, you know? Mm -hmm. like, um, the, like, the window is the main focus. If it's any pushed out, like, you still are looking at that window. Um, the car... I really like the car shots that I have. Like, you know it's a car. You yeah. can imagine the entire car, but, like, when you're getting in your car, that little glimpse is something that, like, most people see and just toss away, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I gotta take a photo of that. Like, that looks crazy. Yeah. I think my photos are very, very, very intentional. And I learned that over years of, like, I used to go out and... I would shoot from, like, you know, 8 p.m. to, like, 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. And I would just be going crazy. I'd come home, immediately edit them until, like, 7 a.m. and then go to sleep and then post them through uh, the week. And, like, it was, it was like a four to five night a week thing. So I learned, you know, really quickly, like, Mm, this one doesn't look like I wanted it to look and it doesn't look like how I saw it when I was there. So like, how do I, you know, make it more intentional? How do I get this photo to tell the story that I really wanted to? And I think that's the huge difference between me and other people is yeah. I'm trying to tell a story that um, anyone can, anyone can continue in their head. You know, like there's not many people in my photos. Um, because I, I don't want um, I don't want to fit like an archetype and someone that doesn't fit that archetype see my photo and imagine a story that doesn't involve themselves you know yeah like I, I think they're more relatable when anybody can put themselves in my setting yeah I get you um I think you really answered it but like more I guess with more detail what do you want people to feel when they when they look at your work I'm glad you asked me that because I feel like I haven't been thinking about that mm. um, much this year. Yeah. And I 
I kind of have like not been so in love with my work this year because it just feels um, too technical. You know, like I'm yeah. just I'm getting it because I know how to get it. And you know, I'm I'm looking through my my second series, the one where I shot in yeah. San Francisco, and you know, these photos like hurt in a way. I, I just want you to feel like how you know Frank Ocean makes you feel, or you know, just like a uh, a good song, a good album. Um, you know, looking at family photos, or just you know, I don't want to like be like, oh, I'm praying on <laughs> like your sadness, but in a sense, I'm praying on mine. So if if that comes through, then that job completed. You know. Yeah. On your website, you have an online exhibit called "If We Never Meet Again." I want to know, um, like, why did you decide to do that, and how? Um, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, "If We Never Meet Again" was created right when the pandemic happened. Like, I was supposed to go back to San Francisco, shoot another series that was going to be only after dark, and that's something which has been pushed back and changed a million times now. Um, so I couldn't do that. You know, like the day, the day before I was supposed to fly out was the day that like the NBA canceled everything. Like Tom Hanks was like, I have coronavirus. <laughs> um, like we couldn't fly back from Europe or something. So like, it was like a huge day and everybody's like, Oh no, this is like a real scary thing. So I ended up canceling my flight pretty bummed about that but then also like i was like i don't want to die so i was just thinking like what would be cool like everybody's online everybody's stuck at home um what would be a cool thing to do and i i actually got this idea from a gallery that represents one of my mentors Mm -hmm. and they had you know like their their idea for it was like we're gonna show this to like galleries and we're going to show this to um, clients of like this is what the art would look like on the wall and there's like a bunch of different templates so i went through the templates um, i made a few different galleries um was doing the photo selection and then just came up on this one that i really liked and you know i thought it'd be really cool i titled it if we never meet again because you know that was kind of the question is if we would ever meet again um and you know i really like it but then ian woods one of my favorite artists, he made one too. Like he was like, "Dude, I'm I'm doing the same thing." He DM'd me, and I was like, "Oh, this is sick! Like, this is gonna be like a thing. Like, people are gonna like mm-hmm. get online and like make stuff like this." And he actually had like little avatars. Like you could like make a little avatar, and then you could see other people that, that were online in the <laughs> gallery, which I thought was like so sick. And I really wish that you know, like I'm in mine right now, and I'm like, damn, I wish I could see other people. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, this is really really cool. Yeah, nice. Um, in your work, I can tell that you really care about composition, and I guess I want to ask, like, what what do you look for when you set up a composition when you come across a scene? Mm-hmm. Here's another thing, like, when I used to shoot, I used to park somewhere, and I would do like an S pattern, uh, or like some sort of grid. <clears throat> And I would walk away from my car and then walk back to my car. So I was able to, like, 
stumble upon like a lot more. But you know, as you know, I get older and the years go on. I'm like, okay, if I see three things on the street, I'm gonna park, walk back, get them, and come back. So I am stumbling upon less, but I think I'm being more picky with my time and what I want, like what I want to shoot. Like uh, I shot a couple nights ago, and it was specifically to get this one house uh, that had like cool lighting outside. And walking up to the house, because I had to park, I like forcibly had to park like a block away. So walking up to the house, I saw a different photo, and I got that just because I liked the way that the um, the windows were kind of staggered, like you know, stair step form. And so I got that, and then I went to get the house. And then after I got the house, I was kind of just like, okay, well, I might as well walk around a little bit. And I just know that I was like being like way too picky. Like, no, like that's cool, but it's not cool enough, you know. So it's it's just uh, pure intuition. And then, you know, there's some times where I'm like, oh, well, you probably should have got that because now you're home and you have, like, four photos that you're kind of bored. So it, it's really just how I feel at the time. And uh, I always make mental notes, you know, especially because I live in the city now. So, you know, if I really want to go get something, I know where to start based off of what I passed up. Um, is there anything that's ever stopped you from taking a picture? Like, maybe a car, or the light's not good, or anything like that? Yeah. You know, sometimes people come out of their house, and or a car drives by, or, like, a Postmates person, like, stops right in front of me, and is, like, doing that whole thing. But I just wait. Um, I, I just did, uh, I just, like, filmed a bunch of, uh, traffic the other day like a highway overpass and i filmed a bunch of different forms of the traffic and which i'm hoping to do like a little short film with mm-hmm. and i kind of like realized that if you're there you know and you're willing um and you're patient patient enough like it'll come back you know like whatever you were looking for will like reveal itself which sounds like kind of crazy but it's true like you're waiting for something magical you know to happen so that you can get the shot and if you really want it and you're fighting for it then it'll happen nice nice um you're mainly a night photographer and night photography is like really fun like i know i've done it before and like you never know what you expect like the pictures and um but it's also like pretty scary taking pictures at night because it's a night and um i guess i wanted to ask if you ever get scared like anything could happen or like ghosts. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's funny. Uh, like I'll talk to some of my female friends, and they're like, "Oh, I'm scared at night," and I'm like, well, "I'm scared at night too." Like it's a different, obviously a different fear, different levels of fear. But it's funny because like I actually genuinely do get scared at night, especially when I'm like, you know, just thinking about like occult stuff, like eyes wide shut stuff, and I'm like in a really nice neighborhood. I'm like, oh, this is like get out, you know, like. <laughs> I just, um, I actually very easily scare myself multiple times and have to, like, pull my phone out and text my friends and be like, hey, what's up? Like, distract me. Um, but, yeah, it, um, I understand that. Like, I was shooting, you know, like I said, a couple of days ago and just walking around. But this was also at 8 p.m. because it gets darker earlier now. And I was like, you were really, like, running around this same exact area, like, at 
at 4 a.m., just like running around taking photos of people's houses, which, you know, hindsight, you know, you're just like, that was crazy, but now you have all this, like, work. And, um, I don't know, I just feel like the older I get, like, the less um, justification I have, you know, to be, like, running around and, like, taking photos. Like, I don't want to be, like, 40 years old and, like, walking around at 2 a.m. taking photos of people's houses and people being like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm making art. You know, like, I feel like the argument gets less and less um, justified the older I get, so. Um, talking about, like, pictures you take at night people's houses um have you ever had like altercations of people getting mad at you only one time only one serious time um when honestly i probably shouldn't have even been in that neighborhood just because like i kind of just know the area it is and and i was taking a photo of this house i got it i was walking down the street and people that weren't even like it was across the street you know like it was some people in their driveway which I heard music, and I was like, okay, well, they're probably, like, not going to care. And, you know, some dudes approached me, and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I, I'm, like, trying to explain myself. And I'm just like, this doesn't seem like I'm going to get out of this by talking. So I just, like, keep walking backwards, and they're, like, sort of following me, and I'm hoping no one, like, actually starts to follow me. Um, but after a while, they, like, just let me keep walking backwards, and I got in my car, and I was like, super upset about it. But, you know, on the contrary, the other night, I was shooting, and some dude like came out and he's like oh no keep going i'm not finished yet because i was you know it, it was a halloween decorations or something and i was like oh is this your house and he's like yeah yeah i'm not finished with the decorations yet and i was like oh well let me explain like what i'm doing here with my tripod and taking a photo of your house and i was you know i don't know what reaction i was expecting but um he was just kind of like cool you know and um I, I guess if someone is taking a photo of your house, like, you don't care. Like, it's your house. Like, you see it every day. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what I was expecting him to be like. Oh, no. That's yeah. awesome. Let me get a print. I want to talk about Instagram now. And I guess I found you through Instagram, like, around October of 2019. Like, I've been following you for a long time now. And um, straight away, your account really got my attention because it was colorful and unique. And I, and I remember because I was like, you always posted great images after another, and I guess I want to ask, like, do you ever have pressure of expectations? Not any real pressure or expectations. You know, it's all what you put on yourself. Um, I've just been kind of battling a lot of that this year. Uh, you know, I don't know if you, you can tell, but, like, it's just not the same output. I used to be posting, like, daily like, new stuff, and um, it just gets to a point where... I've lived here for, you know, four years or however long. Mm-hmm. I've explored, like, pretty much everything that I can do. You know, like, there are uh, little pockets and areas I have in my mind that I can go to. But at the same time, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, it's almost like I'm saving them, you know? Because I'm like, this is really all I have left. And it's, uh, it's not so much any pressure, but I'm like, I want to travel. You know, like, there's a pressure on myself to get out, go travel come back, see the city differently, and, um, you know, be able to keep telling the city story, but, um, there's no real pressure, like, I've been posting my old work, mainly because I just want to, um, get my posts down, like, I want it to be, like, around, like, 200, 300 posts, yeah. um, you know, like, if you were here, if you, like, you were, if you were here, um, 
2018-2019, you got to see everything. You know, you saw a bunch. And um, I kind of want to refine it and make it more where it's just like my greatest hits. And um, like constant curation is probably the answer you're looking for. Like I, I constantly curate my own work. Um, even when I'm making prints, like I, I put together my portfolio a few years ago, which ended up doing. But I put it together a few years ago, and I remember just being like so critical of photos I really love. Being like, I don't really know if this works in a portfolio, you know. Um, so. Yeah, just constant curation, making it flow nicely, making it look really good. I really just want it to pop. That's the main thing. I just, I want it to stop you and be like, what is this? Have you ever had creative block? Yes and no. Like, um, it's more of like, <laughs> it's more of like a Ricky Bobby type thing, you know, like where you think you can't do something, but nothing's changed and you can still do it. Um, if too much time goes on since I've had a session, especially in like a neighborhood, I kind of psych myself out and I'm like, not like really wanting to, I'm pretty hesitant and timid to like get out of my car and just walk around. But once I do it, I'm like, this is muscle memory. You know, like I, I know how to, I know how to do all of this. Thank um, I noticed that in your pictures, you, you have like titles for them. And, um, mm-hmm. um, like if I would, if I were to talk about the image, would you know what I'm talking about? Like a title? Like, do you know all your images uh, like automatically by the title? I like to think I do, but right. the answer is probably I know like fifty percent of them. <laughs> okay, um, but like there, like some of them are like really good. Like it makes sense why you like I could like see the title for the image, and I was gonna ask like, mm-hmm. is that easy for you, or like it's hard for you to create create t- titles for the specific image you have? It's funny, I think titling is my, I don't want to say my favorite part, but like kind of my favorite part. Um, it was like really big on Fall Out Boy when I was little. So, you know, they have like super long titles and you're just like, what does this even mean? And they don't even say it in the song. Um, so I, I just like really like the idea of making something that fits. And also I've, you know, I work at this print shop and we've done like curation for a few um, photo award, like local clubs, like photo camera clubs or whatever. And man, some people just like, I don't know, like it just, it seems really easy to me. Like, <clears throat> it's like the fun part for me. And I see some people's titles and I'm like, like this is terrible. Or they do untitled, which is probably the worst thing. Like, even a bad title is better than untitled, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, titling is, like, one of my favorite things to do. And um, I actually title all of my photos for my series before I even take the photo, before I even know what the photo looks like, which actually makes it pretty hard. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about one image you have. It's called The Signs of Life from 2019. Mm-hmm. That one. That one's, like, really cool. Like, I want to ask, like, how did you create that one? Like, I was, I was actually paid to create that one for an artist um, for his, his album cover. The the initial idea of the composition was, remember back when, like, I want to say, like, 2019, 2018, when artists were doing, like, three EPs? I think like, so. 
yeah. a week after a week, and then like that became the LP. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do something like that. So it was three titles, or it was three, um, sorry, <laughs> it was three photos that we were going to do, and it would be three covers that would eventually become the LP. Yeah. So I was, this was actually like probably the last like cool, cool thing that I did, but um, I was already planned a trip to New York, and then it was like a really tight deadline for this guy's photos so i was like okay cool like whatever and they flew me out to la like the day i got back from new york so i was like coast to coast and it was sick um but it's you know i can tell the story of like how i didn't like the whole experience but and how i learned so much in a negative way but you know all in all that was super super rewarding because i was very nervous you know obviously um i just felt like you know, it's, it's him and his manager and all these other people that are, like, all here to serve his thing. And me, I'm just like, I hope that I can take this photo. You know, like, you get in your head and you're like, I just, you know, I don't know if my stuff is as good as I think it is. And um, I actually went, like, I paid, like, $40 total for this Uber to go the night before just to scope like a location you know like just to look at it and um i'll never get that forty dollars back but um yeah like i was super nervous like i was there i called my mentor and i was like okay like this is this and he's like okay this is what you want to do like blah 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 and like yeah i was very nervous for it um but like as soon as we get there and you know i'm behind the camera and i'm in control it's just like i don't even remember like most of it it's like a blur like i kind of like blacked out and was just like okay now do this now do that and um we're gonna move the car here we're gonna do this and yeah it was like my first time directing so it it felt really awesome and it felt um natural you know like i don't know like i it's funny i was on the phone you know speakerphone and they were in the building or in the house, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, now, how do I do, like, a little dance thing, and, like, you know, like, yeah. this, no, put your hand up more, and, like, you know, put your head on her side, um, it was cool, but, you know. Yeah, I know, uh, and it was really nice, I really liked it. Um, well, well, thank you for coming on the show and talking about your photography journey. Looks like we, yeah, we ran out of time, yeah. Um, yeah. if you want to check out Marcus stuff and support his work, you can check out his Instagram account at Marcus and Serrano or check out his website where you can see his exhibit that I talked about at, or even buy a print. I will link both below. Thank you for coming on the show again, Marcus. Awesome. No problem. Hey, for KPTV.com, I'm your host, Slow Marlette.